Well, welcome to another podcast here with Steve, Rich, and Dustin. It's not Eddie today, but we do have uh, some of our leadership here from Crossroads and great friends, great brothers in Christ, and uh, I'm just so glad to have you both here. Rich, good to see you. Doing all right? Doing good. Awesome. Good. How's the family? Great. That's oh, fine. That's great. I hear that you've got a, a daughter that is looking to be wed. Less than two months. Isn't that something? Exciting stuff. That is exciting stuff. Yes. Yeah. Well, uh, Hannah is uh, no longer on the market, peeps. So <laughs> just want to let you know. But uh, Dustin, good to see you. You too. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks for having me. Yeah. And how's your family? Doing well? They're doing well. They're doing well. And I just want to say today and yesterday, it's so nice to see the sun. Oh, isn't the truth. <laughs> it's been, yeah. So yeah, life's good. I do enjoy the sun, uh, and I think it's going to hit, what, 45 today? Yeah. Yesterday was around 43. Um, I like that sun, and, and sun in January is so needed. Holy cow. Amen. Uh, <laughs> especially when the sun goes down, and you think, oh, it must be 8 o'clock, and it's only 530. <laughs> right. Right. And you're, yeah. you're like, oh, sheesh. You know, why do I feel tired, you know, and all that. But, uh, man, if you guys uh, that are listening... Uh, have an objective maybe during these sunny days you might want to take an objective to go outside and spend 10 to 15 minutes in it and uh, it's easy for us to just sit in our uh, offices or sit and, and maybe have a chance to get out so we want to encourage you to do that but uh, yeah you're right well it's great great to have both of you guys and Eddie is not here this week uh, due to the fact of taking some R&R and, and a little mental health uh, recuperation and that's good for him during this first quarter Especially after you, that's it's good for Eddie anytime. But, but. <laughs> I, I was going to say I would suggest that Diane Marie might think he needs more than a few days in that regard. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, it's it's real good to make sure that our pastor uh, does get that and and that he gets a chance to to reboot and to rethink and and uh, to just and I say rethink, but to really um, take the time with the Lord to embrace what. Um, different times and different uh, seasons have for him and the leadership of how um, uh, of this church and and um, yeah it's just good stuff so Steve, and I know that we're all in agreement. I'd yes. like to go on record say that oh. uh, he needs to do a little self reflection on mocking people from the pulpit. Oh, those that are follically challenged. Yeah, I I, I was. was I did hear that I was in transition, <laughs> but for those that you don't know, um, that I've got every week, I've got earbuds in my ears for, uh, personal monitoring. Um, so that not as a secret service agent of the <laughs> crossroads team, but monitoring, uh, for when singing. And so we don't have the big speakers down on the stage anymore. And what we do is we have personal uh, in-ear monitors. Well, he is also piped into my ears. So whether I'm downstairs or, you know, um, wherever I am, uh, it's connecting and I can hear. And so sure enough, I hear him call you out personally. about each one of us are unique. And some of us, you know, God knows the, the numbers of hair on our head. And some of them, some of us have some of them are easier to count, is what he said. I remember. And then he directed it right to... Yeah, Roberta's you. husband. He said he, he wouldn't say any names, but it was Roberta's husband. Could have been somebody else. There's, there, there, are several, there are several Roberta's in our congregation. 
Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so many Robertas. At, at this time, I only know of one other Roberta, and her husband has a full head of hair. So, is that right? So, and yes. I don't know that she goes here, does she? No, no. it's actually so it kind of... my future son-in-law's mother. Oh, see, okay. Her name is also Roberta. Okay. So, but no, Nick has a full head of hair, so I know it was specifically for me, and I was I was a little hurt. Oh, it's a little okay. hurt. Okay, well, I'm sure you've. I I didn't lose any sleep, but <laughs> that's one of the things that makes you unique. Rich. <laughs> there it is. Great, tra- great transition, Doc, and we and definitely actually, go there. There's actually, the segue. He actually used that joke. How yeah. do you was it? How do you catch a unique rabbit? Mm-hmm. Unique up on it. I've used that dad joke before I was even a dad. And uh, I pretty much got the same response every time. Okay, whatever, you know. Real funny. Well, uh, I'd love to uh, continue to banter this way with you guys. And I love, I love doing that. And, and uh, uh, But I think that there's some really good things and points that we can bring out from Eddie's message from Sunday. And uh, we'll talk about that. But I'd first like to have a word of prayer, and I'd like to go ahead and have, I know that I didn't say anything to you guys, but Rich, could you go ahead and start with a word of prayer, and then Dustin, at the end of our conversation about last week's and then this week's to come, could you be the one that wraps us up? That'd be great. Let's go ahead, Rich. God, we love you, and I just thank you for this time that we have to be together, and Steve and Dustin, I just thank you for them and their friendship, and just uh, all they do for our church, and just uh, thank you for this time that we have uh, to record this podcast, and we pray that as people listen to it, that it brings something to their life, and that we also get something from it. And we just uh, kind of a crazy time out there, and we uh, we ask that you'll bless this nation along with our leaders, and mm-hmm. just be with them as we transition into a, a new phase. And we just pray that you'll lift them up, and that. Uh, we will follow you and not some crazy ideas of our own and mm-hmm. that we look to you for yes. guidance through all this and i pray now as we uh, go into this podcast that you uh just uh give us the words that you want everyone out there to hear and we just mm-hmm. uh pray that you'll uh name your name will be glorified through it we ask this in your name amen 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 Amen. Well, uh, Eddie's message uh, was titled um, this last week, You Are Unique. And um, before we kind of get into it, um, maybe I could just ask you guys, as you listened to him speak, uh, did you what did you glean from that in kind of a general sense? And then we'd like to, I'd like to kind of go into a little bit of the specifics of it. Uh, maybe you need a little refresher, but... Um, we, we kind of did that by talking a little bit about uh, even just how God has designed us, how we are designed uniquely. Um, but anyway, just thought I'd open that that way. Anything? Uh, Sorry, I didn't call out anybody yeah. specifically, no, no, but right. Rich, go ahead. We'll, we'll just look at each other for a few minutes. <laughs> uh, I, I, thought, I thought it was really interesting in the fact that one one of the things that when when I have conversations with people uh, about God and the Bible and uh, what I believe to be factual in in its entirety, uh, one of the things that people say, well, well, how do you know? How do you know? How do you know? You know, they they constantly ask the question, well, how, how's this? How's that? And, and you know, Eddie bringing up about 
we're all made unique. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I find just, and, and you know, Doc being, or Dustin being a doctor, uh, I'm sure deals with this a lot more than I do, but just a person's DNA, the way we function, the way our body functions. I mean, it, 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 it's truly amazing that how, how we are made. That's right. And, you know, then you throw into that, it says we are made in his image, mm-hmm. which is even more incredible to me. And, I, and I've often, you know, when I have discussion with people, I'm saying, just, you know, just look at yourself, you know, seeing, hearing, tasting, the way your body functions and everything. It, it's just incredible to me. And, and, and you, you know, you look at us three and, you know, we're three completely different people. And, you know, that goes worldwide and just, I, I find that awesome. And especially the fact that, you know, God made us each individually, knew, knew the, whether, you know, knew the hairs on our head and all that, whether we laugh about that or not, it's, you know, incredible to That's me. Right. Yeah. Uh, from a, from a personal view and, and maybe even from your, you know, you can't, it's hard to separate uh, the fact that that you are a doctor in the sense of that personal view, but, but, you know, kind of continue with that. Maybe that, uh, thought on your, your side of things. Well, that was, you, you led me right into that, Rich, because honestly, listen to that message on Sunday. I mean, a couple of things stick out to me. One of the things, you know, I, I do some work with the crisis pregnancy center up in Terre Haute. We're a pro-life, um, organization. We try to support parents, um, you know, who are struggling, who, who need to hear some truth. We, we evangelize there. We provide medical care. Um, we help people, uh, you know, get supplies that they need for a newborn. We get them car seats, diapers. I mean, you name it. It, it. The things that go on up there are great. And so, you know, I am very pro-life and I love to hear Eddie, Eddie's take on that because to me that is scriptural. I mean, he, he knows us in the womb. Um, and, uh, you know, the, the marvel of life. I mean, the miracle, it's a miracle. And, and one of my favorite parts of my job is delivering babies. I love, I love, it doesn't get old, you know, and every single time, you know, just, you see those eyes open for the first time and that sparkle and that, that, I mean, that is Holy spirit, um, driven, you know, there is no, and I, it, and I actually say it, I mean, I've, I'm sure there are lots of patients that, would tell you this, that, you know, I mean, they, people are choked up, they're in tears, you know, I don't care, the biggest, burliest guy in the world, you know, I mean, uh, it, you can't help but tear up a little bit, and I, you know, I've said it so many times, I, I see people look at their baby for the first time, and, and soaking that up, and I say, can you believe there are people that don't think there's a God, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, um, and to me, that's just the greatest test, I mean, there's just, there's no doubt, there's no denial, I mean, the way everything works, how intricate, you can't, you can never in my life convince me that that all happened because there were some random molecules that collided <laughs> out in a vacuum somewhere. Right. I mean, that's preposterous to me. Right. The, you know, the intelligent design and yeah. the way things work, you know, the first breath those babies take and those bypass shunts open up and blood goes to the, to the lungs and, you know, they start oxygenating, they pink up, they, you know, they, they automatically cry to clear those lungs out. Those things are, I mean, it's, yeah. There's so much that happens that we just take for granted. Those mm-hmm. amazing miracles. Yeah. So. Yeah, and, and and the reference to that, you know, we are we are 
fearfully and wonderfully made. Um, scriptural, um, you know, designed in, in uh, the workmanship of the Trinity. You know, let's, let's create them in our own image. And allowing that, um, Ephesians 2.10 says, For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. And we also had heard from Eddie about um, David and in the Psalms and in the, the processes of how we were knit together. And, and you know, one of the things that I, I want to discuss this morning, and, and so um, one of the things that we are, are talking about is the uniqueness of, of each of us, right? So we're designed not only the way we are physically, mentally, um, put together um, for the workmanship, um, allowing God to do a great, continued great thing in our life as we continue to learn more about, you know, the objectives of, of even this world, how he's leading us to him. Now, we think about that throughout all of the community. And you look at some individuals and you're thinking, you're, they're not being lead, led. You know, <laughs> they're so far away from things that I can't even, and we might even, even listeners might be even thinking that right now. They might be thinking, dude, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm so far from God. You know, we don't know who's listening right now. And so one of the things that we, that we want to try to do is, is hit the relevancy of all that we speak about. So let's just go ahead and take it to that level right now. And I know that this is a little bit of a unique, I'll use the word, unique turn. But let's, and, and not not anywhere near uh, saying, let's be the devil, devil's advocate. But let's look at this in a relevant way of saying, as we are uniquely designed by God, as we are uniquely designed by Him, and yet our circumstances that we're born into, yet the, the things that we do, how is it that some are processed through one, you know, let's just, just put ticket into uh, poverty or through the slums or through, through uh, you know, the slums talking about India or, or, you know, let's take it out of the side of the United States or here. You know, let's take it into, and then some are, are, are born into other different environments. And, and, you know, here I was born as a, as a pastor's kid. I was born into a family that 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 the ease of understanding, or the, the at least the uh, the receiving of a good word, was more automatic to me than somebody that was born under the uh, you know somebody that 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 was far from God. That that and yet God is drawing Himself to us. He's He's wanting to bring that. His unique his uniqueness in the very sense that he's designed us, and so when we we think about that and the unique uniqueness of us each, um, it's a little bit easier when we here as leaders of the church will sit and we talk about our uniqueness and we talk about it, the babies and we talk about these things. But what about the struggles of those individuals that are trying to grab a hold of that? They don't feel it. They don't understand it. And I'm going somewhere with this. And don't, you know, it's like, whoa, dude, you just took us down a hole. You know, now we got to really think about it. I am going somewhere with this. And we will, I will get into further about how we need to work through that process. 
But how is it that we work through some of this? And even those, you know, we heard Eddie talk a little bit about abortion and about the different things, right? We talked about those things. We heard you talk about pro-life and understanding that through uh, this uh, the uh, planned, no, almost said the other, <laughs> crisis, pre- crisis pregnancy, pregnancy. Yeah. It, the very fact that even those two focused, there's a, there's a different focus there. And, and the, uh, the, the understanding of the crisis pregnancy center is to understand, to go through a process of, of understanding that uniqueness, understanding the development, understanding the process of going through that and, and helping them with their decision. But what, what do we say to those individuals that have chosen to have an abortion. I know that you deal with that there. Sure, yeah, yeah. What do we say to those individuals that are have the, 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 the feeling of guilt or even the thoughts of guilt? What do we say to the processes of even somebody, okay, I'm, I'm, and I'm really going to take it into a medical side here. Sorry, Rich, I'm just going to really focus a little bit more on I did sleep at the Holiday Inn the other night. <laughs> it's good. I might be okay. It's gonna hang in. Love I, that I commercial. Love that commercial. <laughs> but those process, those people that are hearing, um, I've had to go through this process. I did not want an abortion, but medically came down to a point where I was. My life was absolutely uh, in jeopardy. Sure. My baby's life was in jeopardy had to decide between my baby and me and then the processes of therefore you know and 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 in all in all reality it was an abortion but it it was not I'm a Christian I'm working through this process I prayed about it sought the doctor's advice they were saying there's such a strong possibility. Okay, so I'll stop right there. And so I'm just kind of pushing it out there a little bit. I'm pushing the envelope this today. Um, maybe it's because I you're here, bud. And That's and okay. but can you respond a little bit to yeah. that? It's it's tough, isn't it? Cu- cu- yeah, a couple of those things. I mean, I have been in these situations, and uh, I mean, you can just see the pain and the the guilt on 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 women's face after they've been through something like this, and men too. Um, you know. And the first thing I think to recognize, I mean, it's scriptural, you know, you, back to the scripture, right? I mean, we're all, we're all born into sin. None of us are perfect and we all fall short of the glory. And that's the biggest thing that people need to hear. Like, right. regardless of what drove you to this decision, um, you know, that unmerited grace. And that's, I think, the hardest thing for people who are struggling to understand, right? Yeah. Yep. Because people are conditional. We don't forgive each other like that. I mean, That's right. we, you know, you walk up to somebody and say, man, I, I really messed this up. I really, you know, I mean, how many times are they just like, it's, it's erased. It's done. Mm-hmm. Pretend it never happened. I mean, that may happen sometimes, but that's not probably right. the norm. Right. 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 Um, and boy, I think sometimes that sounds a little too good to be true to people. Yeah. So you really have to, t- to me, take them to the Bible, you know, and that's something we do up there. I mean, we, we take them into scripture and we say, look, right here, you know, I mean, um, grace on tap. You know, yeah. I love that uh, analogy that Eddie uses, you know, this the church has got to be the place where people can find grace on tap. And But talking about people struggling too, I, I was thinking to myself, um, you know, we all love a great testimony, right? I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's just, it's, it's pretty rare to find somebody that doesn't just 
we, we love to root for the underdog. Like that's just right. kind of pre-programmed in us, right? Yep. Um, and to me, that's that's evidence of the Holy Spirit in us, right? I mean, mm-hmm. he, he, he wants to make something out of uh, someone that no one expects, you know? I mean, yep. the Bible's full of those stories. Yep. Um, and, and people can understand that even if they're not in... You know, they're not in the church. They don't know the Bible. They don't, you know, you can, you can play on those kind of things and say, you know, the, the reason you really root for the underdog is because it makes a great testimony. It makes a great story. And God wants to use you that way. So, that's exactly right. Um, that's right. And that's how we glorify him. That's right. Well, that's a great answer. Uh, uh, Dustin, I really appreciate that. Yeah, Rich, go ahead. Him saying that, I read something really interesting the other day online. It was just a, a blurb, and it was, I believe the guy was a an associate minister or something. Uh, didn't know him, but he said I have two. He had two or three daughters, and he says my prayer is that they don't have great testimonies. Mm-hmm. In the fact of, <laughs> he didn't want them to get off the beaten path. And have this fantastic story of how they came back. Yeah. So the replies to it were off the chart, both directions. Right. Says, well, you know that that's that's part of God's grace and just exactly what you said. And you know, says some of these some of these stories are, you know, are fantastic. You know, they're so crazy out there, but yet they reach a group of people that maybe somebody else can't and the other guy says well god has their story that's that's you know and i mean it, it was just really interesting that all the different takes on that comment and I, and i know he meant for the best he, he wanted his daughters to be you know to to be quote unquote good christian girls that do the right thing and, and you know we know what he wanted but by the same token you know that's is is that God's plan for him? Mm-hmm. And I, I just found that very interesting that he you know that that comment and how it was taken so many different directions. Yeah. But but another thing, uh, talking about you know abortion and all, and I thought Diana. Of course, I, every time I think Diana speaks, which she doesn't very often, it's something you know something you're going to get a nugget out of it. Mm-hmm. And the other day when she. Uh, uh, said the one she goes you know we live in a throwaway society it's true you know years ago maybe not when Dustin was a little kid but maybe when you know you know I remember when Tyndall's was here on the square mm-hmm. and your TV was busted you loaded it up in the truck you brought it down here you got it worked on now just you, go get a new one you yeah. check it and buy a new one but <laughs> that's that's the way with everything and unfortunately that's the way we've become mm-hmm. with human life and I mean it's all throw away we don't want it we get rid of it and it, it's just it, it's mind boggling yeah we we have to work from the auspices uh, in, the, in the very foundation of and I'll bring it back just as you have said uh, Dustin you, you brought it up the scriptures, right? The foundation of the Word of God, and and how we do that, apart from even what we talk about, what we're talking about right now in specifics, is where do we start? We start with the fact of um, you shall have no other God, 
right? With all your heart, soul, and mind, and strength, give authority, give, give that worship, and give that acknowledgement to God. But then what do we do the next? And he says, and then the second thing is to love your neighbor as yourself. And these two are the greatest. Well, if we do go back to those things and start there, we, we will understand that less of a, yeah, we're going to have to, cha- we're going to be challenged with a lot of thinking, a lot of decisions. But as we continue to foundationally build from there and then through the scriptures of understanding the truth, then we are able to then, as James, as it says in James, those that lack wisdom, please come to me and seek it. You know, that's paraphrasing. But seek it and I will give it to you as I as necessary as I feel necessary as it is needing to be given to you he why does here's the thing when we come and ask for wisdom we remove the selfish part from our side of things and say Lord you are it there's that foundation again you are it second of all Lord I humble myself and I see my neighbor my enemy I gotta I gotta be praying for them I gotta be I gotta be Okay, love your enemies. That's when you know Jesus comes into this the whole thing, and he's like, everybody's like, I'm gonna teach you something different. You know, love your enemies. <laughs> Wait a minute, you know. Right. And so then we start to look at it that way, and then we come into understanding that when we ask for wisdom, those things are already put in place. We're asking, Lord, I'm surrendering to you. So the wisdom I'm looking for here is the wisdom of you and of your love and help me to lead forth in this process as I whether I respond to somebody whether I post on social media hello how many how many times do we want to just really just throw it on there and just I'll give you a piece of my mind well let's let's help them by giving them a piece of the Lord's mind through scripture you know if you don't just be careful out there right I've said it so many times on this on this mic be careful about what you say. What careful what you post. And I mean, Psalms nineteen fourteen is something that I learned when I was old enough to learn passages. But yeah, God is good, and and I, I and it is leading into what's happening coming up this this next message or this uh, Sunday. But um, before we click off of that and go into something else, anything else that you want to mention? I think what you're talking about loving your enemies and. And, you know, God tells, God commands us to love one another. If mm-hmm. we can't, you know, we can't love him. Yeah. And it's on a national level, we've gotten to a point in our country where we don't love each other. We don't even like each other. We can't even have a conversation mm-hmm. with each other. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, it's, it's an argument. Yeah. You can't, you know, how many times, you know... Uh, I sit down and have conversations with people and, you know, Dustin and I might disagree on something. Sure. But you talk about it. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you you know, you know, might even get, you know, a little excited about it. But it's a conversation. And, right. And, and if it, we, our country's gotten to a point where you can't even have that conversation. So if you can't have a conversation, you surely don't like them and you surely don't love them. And, you know, that's where you, that's where... We as followers of Jesus have to watch ourselves and the fact that uh, 
when we're having that conversation, you, you know, obviously, like, like Dustin said earlier, you start with the Bible, you start with his word and, and you stay there in it. As long as you're staying there in it, you're, you're presenting facts to them right? and you show them the love. And if they don't like it, then that that's their choice. But, but you don't take it down the wrong path right. because that, that's, that's not where they need to be. That's right. Especially in today's, today's society. That's right. Dustin, anything else? Yeah. I mean, just the culmination of this to me is that, you know, we have the handbook. I mean, the word's the handbook for our lives, right? Um, we have all the answers. I mean, they're all there. Mm. Uh, everything is not simple, but uh, usually the right answer is easy. It's just maybe not easy to do. Um, but my thing, you know, just observing people and talking with people and, um, you know, all these qualities are, are Holy Spirit infused, you know. Um, you talk to somebody about a topic like joy. You know, I mean, think of think of in your own life right now, if you're listening, you know, what brings you joy? What mm-hmm. truly brings you joy in your life? You're not going to get answers like our political arguments on Facebook. You're not going to, I mean, you're just not. Right. You're going to get answers like, oh, spending time with my family, you know, the people that I love, um, you know, that when, it, when, it, when I volunteer and do this service or when, you know, coming to church on Sunday, um, you know, the things that bring us joy are, are are not the things that bring us joy by mistake. I mean, we're we're all ingrained with those things, and that's because the Holy Spirit lives in us. And you know, uh, so we've got the we've got the handbook, we've got the natural tendencies pre-programmed, like Rich said at the beginning, our DNA. You know, we're all unique, but man, there's a common thread in there, um, and it, it's undeniable. I mean, mm-hmm. it's universal. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. And and those those are the those are the things that you know God can use to to make a great testimony to make a great witness. Um, we just we just we got to listen to them. Right, absolutely, and that and that and, and that's a great conversation, guys. And thank you so much. And and we're going to continue as we uh, look towards this next Sunday. And uh, for those that do not know, uh, Eddie will not be back on Sunday. And please don't don't let that just. <laughs> I know he's gonna be listening that's a, to this. That's a too. round of applause from Roberta's husband. <laughs> <laughs> Roberta's follically challenged husband. Amen. <laughs> oh my goodness. But uh, but I, I and I've been given uh, the baton uh, to go ahead and bring the message uh, this coming Sunday. God has um, put um, very clear um, uh, statements and and uh, has been pulling some things together for sure to bring. Uh, on Sunday, and and I'm loving what he's doing, um, because even in even in the midst of all of this uniqueness, each one of us uniquely designed, and and then we look at our unique place. Uh, we might look similar in the way our families are structured, even um, and different things. But we we have temperaments, and we've got personality types, and we've got certain. Um, uh, things that 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 because of maybe our our environment or even DNA at times, where where we've recognized where we're more susceptible to things like anger or 
maybe even depression, you know, and, and there's some things of this nature. And, and we, we say, well, okay, I really struggle with this, but it's the word says, do not fear. And, and all of these things, how do I handle some of these very unique and very personal things that are going on in my life? And that's what I'm bringing. I'm going to be bringing these things and how to work through these things in our life. And so it's not just going to be a one-and-done sermon, and then it's just going to be done. And that doesn't mean that I have a series on this, but I am going to follow this up with a book study. And so the title, uh, and I've been messing with this title a little bit. You know how you know speakers are. You know, just kind of like, okay, you know that sounds really good. Yeah, well maybe I could do it that way. Well, uh, I've got kind of it's kind of two parts to this kind of thing. But um, I don't know if you guys remember or not, but uh, it's almost been a full year since the last time I spoke. Eddie gave me a chance to speak at a, at a uh, two Sunday series, and uh, um, 2020 vision was the uh, what I brought from that. The first one talking about our the way we see life and how we can we see through lenses that are blurry when when we don't have Jesus, and even as we first come to understand Jesus, we start to, we continue to see things blurry. We we're working through sin and we're working through. And then the second Sunday was uh, 2020 vision, seeing through God's lenses, seeing a little clearly, more clear and understanding that it is a process, uh, maturing, maturation through the processes of understanding that we need to uh, let God take us through a refining. Do you remember what I talked about this? Okay. And so uh, the refiner's fire and, and how he brings things to the top. And, and if we are working at these things in our life, he is then able to, uh, as the great refiner, scoop in and take those things that are crud and things that we've allowed him to just let go of and take those things and then toss them to the side. That's sanctification. So God's working in our life. And that process of seeing life uh, clearer, and and, and and in a process of that. So I had been thinking, how, what, Lord, what do you, you know, I've been praying about, it, Lord, what do you want me to speak about? Well, 2020, beyond a doubt, year 2020 was very unique, right? I mean, I, I'll use the word, but so I came up with the first one, first part of the title, hindsight is 2020. He's got dad jokes. <laughs> so hindsight, 2020 is 2020. You know, we look, we look back on 2020 and we say, well, if I had the hindsight to know how to work through some of that stuff, I'd do a lot better through some of the things that we dealt with. Now, some of the stuff just, you're like, oh, okay, yeah, great. Yeah, that's easy to say that now. Well, that is hindsight. That's what it is. It's 20. It's a more perfect vision of what we could have done through. You know, man, if we had a, a redo on 2020, there would be a lot of things that we could go back and redo. Mm-hmm. But we're not in 2020 anymore. We're in 2021. And some of them, some people would say, <laughs> we didn't really start off any better than we did on the 2020. And we really aren't getting gaining any momentum and blah, blah, blah. It's not just a year thing. It's seasons of our life. Right? Do you agree? Absolutely. Yes. Right. So no matter where we're at, hindsight can always be twenty twenty. So as we're working through those very thoughts of how can I get better, um, 
I've been uh, speaking to a, a great friend of mine, uh, pastor here in our in our our extended community, uh, Pastor Scott Longyear out of Maryland Community Church, um, and he wrote a book. And I really believe that that this is a, a very uh, important time to bring forth um, uh, a good timing of what what God led him to do. And, and his book is called Ditch Your Thinking. And um, that's what I'm bringing us. That's what I feel like God is, is, is pressing forward and, and bringing us uh, this coming Sunday. And, and I kind of just wanted to tell you a little bit about what ditch stands for. And it's not just a word, you know. We, we hear uh, Pastor Eddie talk about ditch, and we talk about, uh, you know, uh, it, uh, what is it, uh, uh, an excuse? No, is that is that what it is? <laughs> I forgot. Anyway, it's a ditch oh, with the. Gra- it's, it's like a grave with grave both ends, with both ends oh, kicked out. Kicked out yeah, right? Yeah, we hear yeah, some yeah. of that. It's a ditch in that yeah. sense. We get stuck. But in this term, we want to ditch the way the old ways of thought processing through things, and look into what the scripture we talked about the foundational truths of what God wants us to do on a regular basis as we deal with the certain emotions that we might be unique towards, for instance, our, our environment, our, our, our situations, and where we've kind of gotten stuck, kind of gotten stuck in that ditch. And, and I'll use that again, right? So uh, do you agree that this is something that, that that's probably something that we need to move forward towards? Kind of working through it. Yeah. Yeah. So in, in, uh, in, in this process let me just it's an acronym and ditch uh, so d stands for determine the emotion determine the emotion that you're going through uh could be fear anger anxiety maybe you're overwhelmed with guilt maybe you're overwhelmed with discouragement the list goes on right there's many emotions many things that we deal with depression even and and then uh, so once we determine it but what we're dealing with, maybe on a regular basis, and it almost just seems so much. Um, um, what's the word? I'm, uh, um, like when something is in the medical field, when something is always happening to us. What's that called? <laughs> I probably didn't ask it correctly. It's chronic? it's yeah, that's that it. Chronic. Okay. 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 <laughs> Sometimes our our emotions are are chronic. They've gotten so embedded. But I think that it's a part of the reason is is that we don't we've not dealt with them accordingly so we have to identify what scott tells us through his references of scripture and through this book identify the stronghold it's very interesting strongholds can sometimes seem very positive and in fact in the word uh in the bible there's some things that strongholds uh, it's a very positive thing but then on the other side of it because we are uh in a spiritual warfare Second Chronic or Second Corinthians, uh, chapter ten, talks about strongholds being. I'm just going to read this real quick. I think uh, this will kind of clarify some things on this. We are human, but we don't wage war as humans do. We use God's mighty weapons, not worldly weapons, to knock down the strongholds of human reasoning and to destroy false arguments. So, when we first do it, we determine. The emotion, identify the strongholds in our life that are working through, and then we T, 
truth it, truth that stronghold by going to the scriptures. And that's where the next verse comes in hand. 2 Corinthians 10, verse 5. We destroy every proud obstacle that keeps people from knowing God. We capture their rebellious thoughts. I just lost my, my place. Sorry about that. And teach them to obey Christ. Now, I want to read out of the book and the translation that he used many times. And I want to, I want to read it. We demolish arguments and every pre pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God, and we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. Second Chronic or Second I do keep doing that. Second Corinthians chapter ten, verse five. So we then we truth it with that. And how do we do that? Is we 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 bring it to the knowledge that we say, okay, look, I'm gonna go through this process. And the, and you know, I'm just getting a little synopsis here about what what the acronym stands for, but we truth it with scripture. And then we capture. We capture every thought. We capture it, and we, and in fact, it even says there in that in that verse, if you recall what I just read, we capture every thought, make it obedient unto Christ. So we capture that, and we say, okay, now I understand what the stronghold is. I know this sounds real simple and real. It's like, oh, well, that's easy, Steve. You know, blah blah blah. But it's a process. So we capture that. But we, we, it's not D-I-C or D-I-T-C, and that's where it stops. Then it's H. We hand it over to Jesus. That, I believe, is probably the toughest part. Because when we submit and surrender, that handing over of these emotions and these things and these strongholds that are in our life, especially when they become chronic, when they become something that has been almost an overwhelming habitual nature to go there you know uh, guys i don't know sometimes in in my life i found that when i'm when i'm working through a situation and and maybe an emotion that habit to go back to that is almost like you're going back to something that you know that you that you shouldn't go, you should be going back to a thought, a, a process of, of uh, maybe I'm angry. I'm just upset. I can't get off of that. But every, even, even though somebody might mention something good and something I need to refocus in on, like it starts to make sense, but then, then I kind of just go back to it. It's almost like, a, it's almost like um, um, gossip, right? You're gossiping in your head. And it's because the accuser, Satan, is trying to tell you these false things. And we'll talk a little about it on Sunday, a little bit more. But that's where we have to hand it to Jesus and continue to do that. I'm going to have some processes that we're going to go through. I actually have some very hands-on process as well. But this is where we're going. And, and I wanted to bring something that's very relevant for, for people's lives. So they could go through a process. They could go through a, uh, an understanding of how do I work through some of these emotions, these thoughts, these these processes that that I that I am dealing with, and then, you know, present it in that way. Present the fact that there's a book out there, but then also present the fact that we're going to have that book study, and that'll start on January 27th. Now, I just threw a bunch of stuff at you guys, but let's just talk a little bit. I know that we don't. We're already over a little bit of the 
the the time uh, commitment, and I need to get you guys out the door too. You've got time commitments as well. But let's just talk briefly uh, about some of that that's coming up for the Sunday. Maybe um, some thoughts towards what I just mentioned. The thing that I'm sitting here thinking as you're going through that acronym and talking is that, I mean, that requires a level of spiritual maturity and introspection. Um, and, and sometimes I think that's where people get hung up. Um, and, you know, sometimes I'll, I, I think to myself almost jokingly, but there's some truth to it too. It's like, wow, you know, I'll talk to somebody and we'll be talking about uh, maybe some symptoms they're having or some problems they're having. And, you know, and I'm like, have you ever met yourself? Mm. I mean, like, you know, like, mm. wow, you know, you're, I can, I can walk in a room sometimes and 20 seconds in the room, I'm like, <clears throat> this person's terribly anxious. Mm. And, and they're like, no, 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 I'm not anxious, you know? And I'm like, well, you know, sometimes these physical symptoms are manifestations of emotions, you yep. know, yep. Um, that are really strong. And, and like you said, they can be chronic like that. Yeah. So that, that I think is that kind of that, that next level, that, that mature, maturation process you know to get to where you can you can really you know and it, and it takes a moment probably of quiet introspection you yep. know to kind of look at yourself and and know where your blind spots are know where you're weak because we all have them i mean mm-hmm. and and the fact that we're all unique means we all have different ones you know yeah. um and that is i think really important to analyze yourself and really kind of um and, and recognize those and then you can start putting up barriers and you know um you know checks and balances and yep. accountabilities for yourself uh to, to stay out stay away from yep. those things uh, that's good it's good it's good uh, insight for sure that's exactly right some of the things actually that's going to be brought up in the message for sure yeah i that was good um I know just from a personal level, you know, looking back at last year and, and and sometimes, you know, you kind of hate to comment on certain things because, you know, they're, they're, you know, like you you feel there's, there was times last year, you know, I felt a little anxious, felt a little, but I didn't, I didn't, I don't want to downplay someone who has anxiety. I don't want to, because there's a lot of people that have that struggled Last year, a lot of people, you know, lonely because they're right. alone and sure. everything. So I don't want to downplay that because I went to work every day. I had a wife and son at home that I had conversation with every day. Yep. So, you know, a lot of that didn't affect me in the same way. And so, I, like I said, I don't want to downplay a lot of people that struggled through that. But there were, you know, a couple different things during the year that you know kind of drew me away that you know you got wrapped up in and you know and I've talked openly with the leadership team about you know when when we canceled church well, didn't cancel it but didn't come into the right, house right. for sure come into the building and deferred stuff. to online yeah and uh, you know I struggled with that mm-hmm. you know that, that that was really a that was an internal struggle for me you know, and my wife noticed it. She's like, you know, hey, you know, you, you're doing all right. You know, mm-hmm. you don't, you know, I, I did. And it, it was, you know, and, you know, it, there, it was kind of complex. It wasn't just, I want to go to church and I can't, so I'm mad. It, it wasn't that. It was, you know, oh, how does God look at this? You know, mm-hmm. are, are we sure. doing, you know, absolutely. Uh, are we doing what's right through him and, you know, the, 
there's people in need and it, it, it was a bigger struggle than just you know a selfish attitude of I want to be in the building yes I did you know as, as does everybody you know that wants to come to church they want to come to church and like Eddie said when this is over I'm gonna hug everybody two or three times and <laughs> smear all over them you know I mean so I mean it's it, it's it's more than That's just yeah. yeah it's more than just you know it was more than just a selfish I want to be here it was you know right. hey there's a lot of people in our own community mm-hmm. that are neat and you know we didn't we haven't and doc could probably know more about this but we didn't get hit like a lot of places did big cities and all that and, you know sometimes it's good to be in Sullivan, indiana so but there were still they've still struggled because you know how many people by themselves just sat there and watched a 24-hour news cycle non-stop and yeah. bombarded yeah, with for sure the sure. worst of it yeah so it, you know i, I it's Sometimes, you know, you say that, you know, ditch your thinking, but it, you go back to it and you go back to it and it lingers and it's, it's, it's tough and you, you really, you know, it got to the point where, you know, I, was, I really, when you say hand it to the Lord, I had to. That's right. But the thought is still there, you know, as much as I'd like to say it's, I got over it, the thought's still there and, you know, I, I pray about it and, you know, try right. to release it. Well, and this is, and this is a process that, that. You know, I hope that that people, uh, whether they choose to come to the book study or whether they choose to get the book or whether they're just hearing the message and then understanding that there is a process and they kind of just want to go through that, that that there is biblical and scriptural understanding of the renewal of our mind, right? So we, there is actual renewal. This is what we read in scripture, the renewal of our mind, doing it unto the the uh, the authority of Jesus Christ and so as we do that there is this ability to continue to do this very thing and so uh, you know as we say and, and talk about this and as we have talked about it and as we as I continue to be pre- prepare as I continue to pray my um, my plea because I'm I'm humbled to bring whatever I bring to the to the stage whether it's through worship or through the spoken word is to ask not only you two as my brothers, but to ask those that are listening to be so prayerful. This is one of those, Satan doesn't want me to, to speak on this. I'll tell you that. He doesn't want lives changed. He doesn't want people to go through processes, you know, tangible ways of working through things, right? He doesn't want that. So there's going to be, an, you know, he's going to accuse me. He's going to work on me. He's going to try to. But in the name of Jesus Christ, I pray for his protection, God's protection over my life. And that's what I'm asking for you. And, 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 and continue to pray for me as I, as I move towards bringing the message on Sunday. I, I, I don't, I'm not haughty about it by any means. And uh, I'm just I'm grateful to be able to do it. Well, as we wrap this up, and thank you. I want to say thank you for being you. here. Uh, Dustin, hey, could you go go ahead? We, I forgot that I, you know I haven't had a microphone lately. Oh. And well, I have, but it was for prayer and stuff. But I I, I can't miss this opportunity to all the Cubs and Cardinals fans to let everyone know that in 2020, the Los Angeles Dodgers did win the World Series, and I would just like to make that point. Yes. Especially to 
my favorite pastor that <laughs> who is a Cubbies fan who is a Cubbies fan which for the record I like Cubbies fans better than Cardinal fans <laughs> <laughs> so oh, I will no. say that I will say that over the airwaves <laughs> But they did win the World Series, and the McFell family was elated. Okay. And their tree was decked with Dodger stocking caps yeah. and ornaments of World Series. And you're you're unapologetic about that. I am. I am say. very unapologetic. It's been a long time. I, it has. There's a little bit of a thorn there. Yeah, 1988. Were you born yet? <laughs> I was probably in the second grade. There you go. So, oh man. And and my son had went his entire life. Yeah. And so he finally got yeah. to celebrate. Well, that's great. awesome. It that's was a great. good. It was a good day. And I, I, I I'd forgotten. I wanted to mention that at the very first, and I I seen the hat out of the corner of my eye. I went. Ah. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Well, uh, we do want to say congratulations yeah. to all the Dodgers fans out there for sure. Yeah, I, it's I, a big deal. All two of us in the church. <laughs> I appreciate having some sports to watch of, of any sort. You know, I mean, that's truth? a good distraction. Like you were talking about yes. the twenty-four hour news cycle and that. You know, we really need those distractions, and so, uh, yeah, I appreciate yeah. those. Yep, that was good. Yep. Well, Dustin, could you have a word of prayer, and then we'll Absolutely. wrap it up. Absolutely, yes. Lord, we come before you humbly today, and we just thank you for your word. We thank you for your instruction, your your guidance. We we know the answers are are right at our fingertips, and you laid it all out for us perfectly, and you built us all individually, um, wonderfully made in your image. And sometimes that's hard for us to grasp or understand, much like your grace and forgiveness. But we keep messing up, and you keep forgiving us, and and I just thank you for that. Wonderful, wonderful grace. Um, Just pray for our community, our country, uh, Crossroads Church, the leadership, uh, moving forward into this new year. Uh, We know that you've given us the gifts to be able to control our thinking and to keep our eyes on the prize and mm-hmm. keep our thoughts and actions on you because we know our hope lies in you. It's not in a political platform. That's right. It, it's Amen. in you. It's in, it's in the ruler, the, the creator of heaven and earth. Amen. So I just thank you for that. I pray for my brother, Steve, as he prepares, bringing the message on Sunday. I know you're going to give him the words and um, he's going to deliver a great message of encouragement for, for our mm. congregation here and that we can step into this year confident that uh, you're going to be with us every step of the way. So I thank you for these guys, these great friends and church that you put in my life and just ask that you continue to bless our community and we'll give you all the praise and all the glory. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Well, brothers, thanks so much for being here with us today. And thank you, listeners, for listening and plugging on in. And uh, we hope that this brings you um, some some good information and a good time of conversation as you've listened in today. So um, without further ado, we want to say goodbye. But thank you again, Rich, for being here. Thank you, Dustin, for being here. And God bless you both. Thank you so much. Until later, we'll say goodbye for now. Bye-bye.